Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners who are in the trenches, doing work, changing lives in their community. I'm your host, Dominic. Today, I'm here with my guests from Southbridge Fitness Center in New York City, Martin and Monifa. How are y'all doing today? We thank you very much, Dominic. Uh, today is the day the Lord has blessed. Uh, he says we should rejoice and to be glad. We are so excited uh, to be here to share uh, with your guests and the entire population worldwide. That's right. And we really appreciate this opportunity to, to share you know, our experiences and hopefully someone can learn something from it and be inspired by it and as we are inspired by others' stories too. Absolutely. Furthering the learning and providing inspiration is 100% what we're about. And I'm so thankful that you're here to, to share whatever you can. Tell us how you, do, how you do it in your community, how you share the gift of fitness, what you wrap that up with, and what you're all about at Southbridge. Well, we are glad also for this opportunity to share uh, our experience, our ideas, our knowledge, our wisdom, who we are, what we stand for, what is our purpose of being here? What is our purpose of being here? Our purpose of being here, we are using the fitness to draw more people into the kingdom of the Lord. We are using fitness, health and fitness, to bring awareness to the community that we love and we cherish very much. We are using health and fitness to open doors for so many people who would have never known the potential that they have within them, that the sky, that is not the limit, but the limitation is if you do not get out of your coach, if you do not get out of the bed, if you do not get out of your feet to go and do what is required for you to be here today and also to leave a legacy for the future generations through health and fitness. So we are the ambassador of health and fitness to the community, Monifa and I. Our ministry is not in the pulpit, but we are using health and fitness to deliver the message of truth. Yes, Monifa. Amen. <laughs> yes, and just in terms of, um, I love the question because it's like, you know, asking us to also share, you know, how we communicate. What Otto just mentioned um, and said so well, um, one of the things that we specialize in is asking questions, because uh, I think a lot of times people go into gyms and they just assume, you know, that it's going to be hard. They're not going to know how to use the equipment. Um, they're not going to get their goals realized because they've tried so many times to, you know, go to the gym and to lose weight or to build muscle or just whatever their particular goals are. When they come here, uh, if just someone came in off the street, they might look inside our center and think, wait, is this a is this a fitness center or is this a community center? Wait, 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 you a senior center? <laughs> or yeah, yes, that's right, senior center. Um, because you know, we 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 have open arms and right. how we share is by asking questions. Hey, come on in, just like right before the podcast. How are you doing? I noticed you're looking in. You have any questions? Yeah, yeah, you know, is this a gym? Is this, a, you know, like what, like, what do you all do here? Well, what do you need? <laughs> you know, and then by the time, you know, it's over, they've told us about what they need, what their mom needs, what their dad, their uncle, what their child needs. 
and you know what they're struggling with and you know what they need help with and so then we share the good news and we try to educate them on just simple simplicity is best you know simple thing that maybe they were not aware of that they could do to impact their health and by the time you you know it's over then they want to come in and they're like wait how can i get more of this and wait a minute how can i bring my mom or my uncle or my daughter or my son so that's how we share the information just by being there and asking questions from the community Absolutely. Fantastic. Fantastic. So you are doing something that you very strongly believe in, and it, it comes through in, in so much of every word that you say. How did you get to this point? Where did you get the inspiration to start your first center? You've grown to two. Um, you're still here with us through COVID. What was the, what was the, the genesis of the business? What made you think this is the way that we're going to do it and, and how has it progressed from there? Thank you very much, Dominic. This is a very important question you have asked because in to every situation, there is a why. Once you're able to identify your why, then you can use your why to define the purpose and the mission and why that why was designed. It was designed based on my grandmother's philosophy. I was raised by my grandmother on it, the wisdom of our ancestors. May God bless them. As we speak this right afternoon, they are rejoicing because this man who was born into this planet from the age of one year to five years, I could not walk. I could not walk. I'm not even meant to be here, Dominic, to be speaking to you. I should have been dead long time ago. And it's through our ancestors and through the spirit which has placed uh, a strength his power, his energy, his timing, and his precision upon me. Say, yes, you will live to see another day because it's not about you, but it's about the generations that are coming. I was raised by my grandmother way back in the land of Africa. Ghana is the motherland. That is where I was born. And I have been here in the United States for the past 21 years. I was the former Mr. Ghana also two times, 1995 and 96, uh, bodybuilding champion. When I came to the United States, I have competed in the top of the line, which to my level is called the muscle mania. And I have done it and won it. I have almost achieved everything that it is that I wanted to achieve. Because in the beginning, one was the word. When you speak it out, it will go and accomplish the mystery because the word is the mystery word. Things you want to do, we have no idea because everybody is trying it. Nobody knows it. You try it, it works for you. You can write a book about it because you are successful at it. But it's all already has been given to us. He says, seek ye the kingdom first mm -hmm. and all will be added unto you. My grandmother who never went to school taught me all of this when I was a kid. He says, you are going to go to America and achieve greatest and success. And you come back to Africa and up. And you're going to meet a beautiful lady like Monifa <laughs> who will assist you to bring all this into flourishment. And so Dominic, um, it's true living with elderly people here when we came here we realized that in america when you turn 65 you are considered to be old they push you to the curb africa is never like that you go for wisdom through these people you go for knowledge through these people and when they bless you nothing can ever take it away from you i knew i was a bodybuilder in ghana and i knew what i want to achieve in new york city so when i arrived in new york city in 19 uh, 2000 i just went in and i said this is what i'm going to do and i pursued uh, personal training courses, and I went into Wall Street because whilst I was in Ghana, Wall Street was a place I have heard and watching videos 
that that is where all the money is and that is where all the riches of America is. So I wanted to go to Wall Street. And so my daddy was living somewhere in the Bronx. I said, I want to go to the Wall Street. He said, no, you're not going to go to the Wall Street. You're going to be working in the bakery shop. I said, daddy, I'm not going to work in no bakery. I want to go to Wall Street. So I, I, they showed me how to take the train. And I took the train and I went to Wall Street and I walked around it. And every day I get up and I go to Wall Street and I found a space through uh, contact because God uses things that look foolishness to bring the glory back into himself. And I met people through the divine. And I told them I wanted to open a gym uh, in Sanford's Towers. And Monifa will bring this story in because yeah, <laughs> she knows his partner. I can go on and go on and go on. I love this but... story. I love this story. I just... It's and like, as you can yeah. see, we have a picture all the way at the back here uh, that represents where the gym was built and all of yeah. it. But Bonifa tells a very good story on it. And so, Dominic, that was a very good question uh, that what made you, what made you wanted to, because I was a former Mr. Ghana sure. on it. Uh, and sure. bodybuilding was something I have already done. And I was training people in Ghana. So I said, when I came to America, I'm going to pursue the same purpose what I was doing back home. So because I won't reinvent the wheel. If I may just take it from there. Yes, um, and ahead. just to move it into the South Bridge and how that came about was that the little place that Otto was talking about downtown happens to be um, a, a town, you know, a place where older adults live, where seniors, mostly seniors live, um, the, the South Bridge Towers community. And that is where that little hole in the ground space was that, you know. <laughs> Auto made into just like a beautiful, I mean, you could see from the pictures, I mean, it was like a little hole in the ground with no windows. And uh, he said, yeah, that's what I want. And and the board said, what? what do you want? What do you want? He said, yeah, that hole in the ground right there. We're like, all right, just give me that for it. And who knew that it would become the iconic place that it is now. But um, many of the older adults would stop in and say, hey, you know, what are you doing here? What is all this? And um, one particular lady who was, um, her name was Shirley. And the famous Shirley, movie yes, star, movie as Otto oh, called her, movie, movie star Shirley. And yes. she was a movie star, where she became, yeah. because she was on the, she got on, to be on the cover of the New York Times, mm -hmm. along with Otto, for the work that he was doing in transitioning and transforming the lives of seniors. Um, this Shirley was a woman, she was in her 90s, and she had right. never exercised. She never wanted to, she never exercised. And uh, she had some some health problems, mm -hmm. um, one of which she couldn't even raise her, her right or her left arm, one yes. of her arms, I think it was her right arm. The right. And um, there's a picture of her, you know, after Otto would work with her um, for a, a number of months doing TRX, and she's in her 90s squatting, doing mm -hmm. squats and then raising that arm that she could never raise. So that's that's how things got got started there and then when we met in 2017 otto and i you know we just long story short uh it was like a match made in heaven because his philosophy was very much what my philosophy was i found myself as a trainer um working with older adults as well and that was my sweet spot that's what i love to do because i felt that um i i was good at it they they got better and um helped to transform their lives as well and so together, uh, we established Brooklyn uh, in 2019, which right. is where we are right now. Right. And so, that's the long story. That's a great story, though. You know, it's we hear so many different stories, and and they come from different areas. Someone has a personal transformation, and they want to share fitness, or someone in their family has an accident or gets sick, and they need rehab, or there are all these different ways, right? But it all comes to the same type of people who get up in the morning 
and want to serve other people in a way that means something to them. However, that may be, it's it's different for everybody, but it's this this uh, attitude of servitude, you know, that just comes to how can I make the biggest difference in as many people's lives as possible, and it all all roads seem to lead to the same place, which is I will figure this out. I will get up. I will bust my butt. I will find people that want to listen, and I'll show them, and then it it multiplies. So I love love to hear that. So. So the original first space that was in this uh, basement in the towers, that's not, that's gone. You've moved to a different space from there. Now we have the second location. It's still there. It's still okay. there. And Brooklyn is the second location. We're there on we, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. We have okay. both the upper level and the lower level. And okay. when Monifa says a hole, it means it was on a dead end where nobody wanted. It was a space that was considered to be a dead end. They were storing things there that nobody ever wanted to use it. They told me that, Mr. Ado, when I went to the board, the board said, Mr. Ado, it's a place where we store things. There is only one treadmill that could fit there. I say, I have idea what I'm going to put. I'm not going to put treadmill. I'm going to put TRS on the wall. So the space will be enough to have at least 10 people even holding on to the TRS suspension and they will be able to use it. And when we put it up and they came and saw, they said, wow, how did you do all of this? And they saw people coming in back and forth. And, uh, and also to begin with, because that was a place I went there to serve. When I first came, they have a community center for the seniors that live there. I went and give a year of service to the community. And when I found the space, I told them that, please, would you give me that space? Because I know you have your community center where we offer the exercise, but I want to be here more, not just only once a week on Monday night, six o'clock and come and provide the exercise for you, but I want to be here to serve the community. And later on the board approved for me to have that location. And so it was open from Monday to Saturday. So every day they could come in uh, for their health and fitness need. And so that is how it started. Excellent. So I know how you started. I know why you started. Once you started, and since then, because it's been a while, right? What what year originally? When we met, 2017, but when Southbridge was established, what, 2013? 2013 to 2014, as we yeah. put it all together. We only had uh, one bench and one dumbbell to begin with, one bench, and one dumbbell was all that we have, but we have a lot of hope and vision to make it work. And uh, it did work. One bench and one dumbbell. <laughs> People recognize it. They saw me coming out of it from the train, from the subway, because I could not even afford uh, a U-Haul truck to put it in from the house that I was living in to take it there. So I put it in the train. And when I came out of the subway, I had a bench, big one here on my shoulder. It was so heavy. I still have the same bench as at now. And then I put it up on the street and I ran back down to lift the other dumbbell and brought it up. And I carry it one at a time all the way to the fitness center. Perfect. So you've been there, you've been doing this for a long time. How have you gotten clients? You were on a dead end street. How did you get people to know you? I know there are people in the community but are you only serving people that are right there on that street? Have you, have you had to advertise ever? Has it all been word of mouth? You know, how, how did you grow? 
Well, uh, we were so blessed, Dominic, because uh, at that time, we didn't even have to do any marketing. We didn't have to do no commercial. We didn't have to do no nothing because we were living in a residential building that have about 1,750 apartments. That population of about 5,000 people were living there. And I was the only fitness center right on their lower level. And everybody knows me. They call me uh, Mr. Ado, the African. I'm going to Ashanti Warrior. And everybody was there because everybody felt I, I, uh, I have a drive where I, I pull people. I am people's people. When people are within my comfort zone, when people are within me, they feel comfortable. I make everybody feel comfortable. And uh, this math never cares. This math always has been a math of inspiration to the community. It has healed so many people. As you can see from my hand, uh, all these are things that are different, different faith things that I have them for over 10 years and these days. I never take them off. They have been staying and every single one means something. And so people are drawn uh, to me and it's my grandmother as uh, prayers and things she have said that greater things will come onto us. So people continue to come where we don't have to uh, market and also a word of mouth to mouth from the people uh, spread it and they come. And so uh, after that, when we move into Brooklyn, it's a new frontier because where we are in Brooklyn is not in a residential building. Here we are on the street. And so the approach is different. The atmosphere is different. The environment is different. But nevertheless, Bonifa and I did our, uh, uh, our demographic work before we came to Brooklyn here to assess and to see whether this would be a perfect fit. When we came, we realized that behind us here, we have $3 million homes. And in front of us is, well, take well, it from there. The, the project. The uh, project. NYCHA you know, which is the New York City Housing Authority. So we're literally in the middle. You know, we have, uh, you know, the, the residential on this side and uh, public housing on this side. Uh, and so it's interesting because it, it kind of um, goes back to the mission of the, the Southbridge Fitness Center, uh, which is to bridge communities together. Who, uh, no matter their age or ability, fitness level, um, economic level, it's to bridge communities together to fitness and health and atmosphere where they feel welcome, where they feel comfortable, where they feel supported, and uh, where they're able to transform their body, mind, and spirit. This is what we do. So whether, you know, you're from the west side or the east side or the north or the south, uh, <laughs> you you're know, um, you're welcome. At any time, yeah. yes. So as you said, Dominic, here is a different approach. And so we are by the street and uh, we do marketing. We give flyers. Uh, also, we have the seniors here because every community we go, we go and look for where the seniors are. And we realize the seniors are all over the five boroughs of New York. So we are able to go to the seniors and meet with them because we are very used to dealing with the seniors through birth and through childhood. So we know their needs. And here in America, it's a great opportunity uh, for a lot of fitness uh, entrepreneurs to look into the, fit, uh, the senior market 
which is called the high clan population, and tap into it. When they get into 65, it doesn't mean they are dying tomorrow. That is the beginning of life, because life begins not at 40, life begins at 65 when they are retired at work, that they are home, that they have this uh, income, and they have this grandchildren, and they have this time that they need to use it for the uh, productivity and for their long sustainability. So we need to reach out to them. So we are using this opportunity to let the entire world know that those that are looking into uh, client, looking into businesses, they should look into the high client population. They should not forget them because one day God is going to ask us, what did you do for your grandmother? What did you do for your grandfather? What did you do for the community? It's not about looking for Jay-Z because they wanted to take me to Monifa to Hollywood to go and look for Jay-Z and Beyonce. Everybody is looking for Jay-Z and Beyonce. We are not looking for Jay-Z, but Jay-Z, when you get here, you make sure we work Holla. with you. <laughs> when you come, you work with you, but that is not our goal. We are here to serve the community, whether you have it, you don't have it. That is why we partner with Bonifa. We take it from here, CDC, and all. Mostly bring it up. It's so many. important, though. To, I would say for for gym owners, um, one of the things that Otto and I uh, did, which was very important, uh, we believe in doing, is getting to know the community. Uh, don't just stay in your four walls or however many walls we have. You know, get out there in the community. So whether it's the churches, whether it's the hospitals, whether it's the clinics, whether it's the community centers, whether it's the senior centers, whether it's uh, the barbershops, <laughs> you know, the grocery stores, the supermarkets. Supermarket. <laughs> Get out and talk to people. The schools. And the schools, of course. Oh my gosh. The whole, our, our, you know, we love the schools. So, you know, definitely um, share who you are, why you're, why you're there. You know, don't be afraid of, you know, the word free, uh, you know, because sometimes it's good to, you know, give up yourself, give yeah. up your services yeah. um, because, you know, first of all, it, it lowers the barrier to injury, <laughs> number one. And then number two, it, it helps to introduce you to more people and help people to see what your core competencies are, um, what you're good at. And in our case, our core competency is our heart, you know, our love of people and our healing abilities. Right. And, and, and I say that um, with all humility um because you know when you realize your gift you have to shout it out you have to claim it uh because this is something truly we have been given by god to to give back and to give life to give help you can't put a price on it and besides there is more blessings in what given, given yes. than to receive so we are given to the community and god will make sure that, that we are rewarded yeah, so we're so excited. We're starting our new senior program that we created nice. called Move Better, Feel Better. There you go. And we partnered with our local BID. Correct. Um, and their BID in yeah, the house. Improvement District. Correct. Neighborhoods have that. And it, as part of the, the Business Improvement District, there's uh, something called uh, the Senior Advisory Council. Yes. And so um, we did a presentation last, last week, week um, at a local, um, you know, cafe, cafe. Uh, that where we just talked to the seniors and told them about the program that they're going to do fitness. We're going to take them shopping, grocery shopping, that is, mm -hmm. and uh, talk about recipes, recipe ideas. We do some cooking. Mm -hmm. So it's just, um, it's something that we enjoy doing. We're really excited. We're, it's a major program. And if anybody is interested, 
They can contact us at 929-394-0631 if anybody wants to know more about what we do here at Southridge Fitness Center, our diabetes prevention program, and much more. 929-394-0631 um, or visit us at www.southbridgefitnesscenter.com. You, you answered my last question and I wish we had a lot more time and I hope we can visit with you again, but we are out of time. I thank you two so much for being here. I think you're doing amazing work and I can't wait to see where it takes you. Thank you so thank much you. for the opportunity, Dominic and Jim Lords podcast. Is yes, 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 yes. Families, please check this site up. Jim Lords. Those that are on the podcast, please, um, you will find it very interesting. There's a lot of information there to share. So please do check the site up and support the good work uh, that Dominic and then that team are doing. We are very grateful for this opportunity. May God bless you. Fantastic. And to everybody out there, we thank you for listening, for taking some time out of your day, spending it with us. We hope you learned something. We hope you gained some inspiration to help more people, to do more good work. If you want to hear more episodes, click the link in the description, hit the subscribe button. You'll get notified when new episodes drop. We have a link. If you want to be on the show, fill that out. Someone from the team will get you on as soon as possible. To everybody out there in Jim Ward's nation, keep working hard, keep changing lives. Jim Ward's out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast, where we talk real business with real gym owners. I'm your host, Katie, and today I'm here with Lawrence Hopkins, owner of Law Fitness in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. How's it going, Lawrence? Going pretty well. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm super excited to chat more about Law Fitness. Um, so let's hop right into it. Tell us a little bit about Law. What kind of services do you guys offer? So Law Fitness stands for Living in Abundance or Wellness. Uh, we offer all, uh, all services uh, pertaining to fitness. So whether you're a beginner, intermediate, advanced, we're here to help you just live a sustainable lifestyle and teach you that way as well. So um, just feeling welcome, making, uh, making a family-oriented type environment and doing that, just trying to help you achieve your goals. Very awesome. Um, so tell us a little bit about your different offerings. You guys offer group classes, some one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. training as well. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about that model. Okay, so what we offer there is particularly a lot of group training, but also personal training as well. Um, we also offer uh, meal prep services. We partner with a, a meal prep service here in uh, Hesburgh, Mississippi called Southern Fit. Uh, my clients get 10% off when they sign up uh, the contract mm -hmm. with us, and they get 10 minutes for like 82 bucks. So it's a really great deal. And we also have uh, a machine that tracks our month-to-month um, -month progress. It's called the Evo 360. So it's like a one-stop shop. 
Nice. Awesome. I love that. I love the whole group class camaraderie, mm -hmm. um, you know, and it obviously makes it a little bit easier to scale your business as well. Mm -hmm. You're sticking to just that one-on-one -on -one training. You know, you only have so much time in the day. <laughs> so right, right, right. You get a little limited there. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, I'm definitely excited to dive into what you guys are doing a little bit more. But before we do that, um, give us a little background on how Law Fitness came to be and how did you know that it was the right time for you to go into business for yourself? So Law Fitness came about um, for me after I graduated college. Um, I did a, a strength and conditioning internship at USM and um, I loved it. Um, I learned a lot and I figured, you know, this is something that I want to do, you know, going you know into my future so i always was kind of like an entrepreneur growing up mow lawns um did anything just to get you know get some money so i figured man you know if i if i'm not on not master it but just learn enough and continue to learn i can open my own place and kind of just teach people within my city how to live a sustainable life and mm -hmm. cut out all the meals all the fat diets and actually show them how to live a better and um, a better lifestyle and um just create a, um, a healthy, sustainable uh, community around them. Yeah, I love that. You had the hustle from an early age. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit. I know a lot of our listeners and aspiring gym owners out there want to know, when you decided to open your facility, how did you go about finding the actual space? Did you, you know, look online? Did you drive around town <laughs> looking for, for rent signs? Did you hire mm -hmm. someone? So basically what I did, um, I have, I had, um, I kind of just outsourced, kind of talked to some people. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, her name was Diamond Jackson. She kind of, uh, she, she pointed me in the direction of where I should, who, who I should talk to, things like that. And then uh, this one lady just came about, we talked, um, she knew a guy that, you know, was trying to rent out of place. And uh, once I went to, went to go see it, it was garage-like, it was perfect. Uh, it wasn't too big, it wasn't too small, it was just right. And I figured, you know, I'd take a bit of myself and go, go for it. Yeah, I love that. And I've actually heard that now from quite a few people that it's like mm -hmm. they found places through their various connections and ties mm -hmm. to the community and things like that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, all right, awesome. So basically, you know, you, you found the space, people started showing up, everything was good. And then, you know, this little pandemic thing happened, right? Right, right. <laughs> right. So, you know, basically everybody got punched in the face there on that one. <laughs> and, yeah. and statistically about a third of gyms closed. And, you know, unfortunately, some probably still will. So we don't really know the true fallout of that yet. Um, mm. But the exciting thing is you're still here. You're still standing. You're still right. Well, <laughs> that's awesome. So, you know, what I and our listeners want to know is exactly how did it affect your business and what did you guys do to stay afloat and keep serving your customers? Uh, when it first happened, man, I was just, I was just in shocks. I was like, you know, how am I going to make my living? I had just quit my job. Um, so this is what I'm doing full time. I'm just going crazy. I'm sitting in the house, not doing anything, you know, trains my passion. I'm just going crazy. So for me, it was all about creating content and putting it on uh, social media. So we're talking about Instagram, Facebook, um, emailing my clients, making sure, you know, I can do house calls and come to my house. We can do spaced out workouts like that. Just staying in touch with them, just letting them know, like, hey, guys, I still care. This is a very important time for you guys to kind of stay in tune to your fitness journey because not only are you in the house, 
but you, I mean, it's like you can't even socialize. So let's continue to kind of build this thing up, you know, stay, stay locked in and just, you know, kind of just surround ourselves with, with, with some positivity because that was, that was a dark time for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say that it's it's nice to hear that you're able to stay in such close contact with everybody, um, because mm. I think that's what people really needed during that time, because it was super isolating mm. for a lot of people. All right, perfect. Um, well, you know, so you guys are still here, and that's, mm. that's awesome. Very exciting. Um, so what does business look like for you guys now, and what things have you taken to this, hopefully, other side, um, yeah. helping you get back to where you want to be? So what I, one of the, one of the biggest thing I learned during during COVID, uh, during the pandemic, just you have to be you have to be multi. I want to say, uh, I guess basically having you can't just depend on one thing, mm-hmm. and that's what I learned during the pandemic. So for me now, what I changed from then and now, I have my own app. Um, I send out workouts. Um, I check in uh, daily with my clients. And one of the biggest things that uh that I took away from the pandemic and what I'm doing right now that I did do back then is just uh implementing more uh more psychological approach. So making sure that mental is okay, uh making sure they're good on the back end besides the fitness journey. Because a lot of times a lot of people don't realize it's more than a physical physical when it comes to training. When if somebody's mindset is focused on one thing, they're determined you can't stop them. So that's one of the things I focus on. Mm-hmm. So that's what taught me during the pandemic, just reach the mental first, then everything will be fine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's, it's so important. Yeah. Cause when people come work out, it really isn't just, just the workout. It is, it's the mental and the nutrition and, and mm-hmm. it's everything. It's more than just showing up and doing a workout a couple of times a week. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So that you're, you're focused on that as well. Um, okay, awesome. So now that we know all that about you, um, I want to switch things up and get a little more tactical about what you're doing in the business right now. Um, mm-hmm. so what types of things are you currently doing to get people interested in joining your facility? So what, what I do now is uh, I have sometimes um, free Saturday sessions. I'll bring a friend for free. Um, we do that. Then I, you know, I talk to their friends after just seeing how they enjoy the workout, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do, um, I offer like a, um, I want to say like a percentage off for every friend that signs up for a monthly contract. So that kind of gives them more incentive to come in and join and basically, you know, letting the results be for themselves. Um, a lot of work, uh, a lot of um, word of mouth type things. You know, moms going to soccer games. They say how they look. They tell them about how great I am, how, how great they love the place. Um, they're inviting their friends and family. Um, just a lot of referencing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Sounds like you kind of have every angle of that organic word of mouth referral marketing, um, which is awesome because we all know those people make the best clients, Um, you know, but have you have you ever tried any other sort of approaches, any sort of paid advertising, anything like that? Um, Yes, I've tried the Facebook boosting uh, online, um, also Instagram, and also what I've done recently. It just uh, with my app, I send out motivational uh, Monday type of quotes and things like that, and just kind of check up on people and trying to see if they, you know, could they come in for free one day, mm-hmm. just to you know get 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 that started if they quit it or they can bring a friend. Uh-huh. Very cool. Um, you know how the how the Facebook Instagram ads for go for you guys? Why did you stop doing that? Well, I honestly stopped because I feel like you know. 
it was just people view, but they really don't watch. So one of the things too, and I also purchased a billboard during the pandemic too. Oh. So I feel like that, you know, it kind of helped somewhat, but you know, mm -hmm. I think the main, the main focus on as far as like getting clients is just, um, or, you know, producing results, making it a family oriented type of environment. And also, um, you know, word of mouth, those would be the top three, big, big three things for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And especially, yeah, with things like billboards, it's really hard to track like your return on investment with that because right. you have no idea who saw it or I mean, you could ask but yeah it's definitely something that's that's hard to track for sure mm -hmm. um you know and obviously those like paid ads can at times be a black hole um you know it's not exactly the gold brush that it was a couple of years ago um but you know i'm talking to people all day and it can still be still be very lucrative for sure it's just kind of no, a pain yeah but yeah i mean it's it's definitely a combination of kind of knowing all the right algorithms and keywords and, and things like that yeah mm -hmm. for sure um, awesome. Um, okay, so you guys are sitting at about 100 members right now. Are you happy with that number? Are you looking to grow? What in your mind is kind of the, the magic number for you? Um, honestly, I'm always looking to grow. I'm always looking to progress, but I really don't have a magic number. Um, mm -hmm. My thing for me is just reach as many, many, many people I can as possible. I mean, of course, you know, we were, you know, you want to make as much as you can doing what you love to do. But um, I really don't have a number in my head, honestly. Um, I know it's kind of shocking to say, I know a lot of people probably, you know, have like 3000 to, you know, but for me, it's all about being hands on and just kind of teaching. Cause I mean, with too many people, it's like kind of, it kind of get lost in the sauce, you know? Cause yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm always like that. Cause my groups kind of run from like eight, the, the most probably 10, you know, so I'm very hands-on, I'm correcting, I'm like a strength coach on the floor, so I'm correcting technique, I'm watching everybody, so I'm all about that. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, you don't want to get too far over yeah. your head and have mm -hmm. your, your quality of service start to slip. Um, that being said, you do actually have two trainers, though, that help you mm -hmm. out, correct? Right, right, so not really just kind of help me out, they kind of, kind of like, uh, it's kind of like having it being their own entity, but you know, training at my place. So my, my goal is for next year to expand and hire more knowledgeable trainers like myself mm -hmm. and to kind of get them, you know, kind of kind of like me, more yeah. like me, and um just kind of uh increase that number. And that, like I said, I don't know what, what number that would be, but most likely reaching hopefully let's say 300. Yeah. Just, just for the heck of it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure I like that it seems like you know a pretty manageable goal for you in the next couple right. of years. for yeah. sure that's awesome um okay so you know with most of your leads coming from word of mouth and referrals the process of signing someone up probably doesn't feel too much like a like a sale most of the time right no 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 not at all <laughs> all right awesome well but you know with that being said walk us through the journey of a person from when they, you know, raise their hand saying, Hey, I'm interested in law fitness to when they sign up for whatever your new client program is. So basically if we, when we're talking from a consultation standpoint, um, I introduce myself and tell them a little bit about myself, um, how long I've been doing it. And I just kind of tell them the basis of what we do. Like I just told you earlier, 
you know, what we had to offer. So, um, like I said, we're a one-stop shop. We got meal prep services. We got a way to track our progress. We have the app where you send you videos, hold you accountable, things like that you can check in. So really, it's really, you know, a two-way street. You know, you meet me in the middle, I'll be right there waiting on you. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's kind of like that. So when people come in, you know, they already know like, all right, this guy, he has everything that I need here for me to be successful with my fitness journey. A lot of gyms don't have that. So I kind of, I kind of, what I did, I stood back and kind of looked at everybody, see what they were doing. Everybody can create a hard workout. Everybody can make somebody sweat. But for me, it was all about developing uh, a great program with nutrition, uh, training, and also holding accountability. So that's one of the top three things that I held that, you know, held from the forest standard wise when it comes to my gym. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, okay. So it sounds like you mostly, you come in, tell them about you guys, this kind of services you offer. And then mm -hmm. it just, you, do you present everybody with like a menu of options and they get to pick, or is it more like consultative? Like you find out what their needs are and then you say like, Hey, I recommend you do X, Y, and Z. So based on their goals, uh, what, what, you know, whatever they tell me, um, I have packages, I have family packages, I have individual packages, whether it's 12, uh, 12 times a month, uh, unlimited, um, family 12 times a month, uh, unlimited packages and also personal, whatever their goals are, you know, um, we'll, we'll choose based on that, you know, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's how, that's how we do it. We also do the scan doing the consultation too so we look at the numbers we see what, what we're working with and you know therefore i suggest what they kind of need to do and you know we'll we'll, we'll go from there mm -hmm. very cool yeah so it just kind of sounds like yeah you get everybody in talk to them about their needs and goals make a recommendation and if it's a good mm -hmm. fit you know they take it but if not you know that that's okay too because mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um okay so what percentage of people do you meet with would you say end up signing up um I would say probably say like um, probably 80, 80, 20. Yeah, that's that's great. Hey. I mean, obviously you can't, you know, nobody is 100%. Yeah. You can't win them all, but that's, no, no, no. Yeah. It, it, even, even, even 75, but it's like I said, um, it's really, it's really up to the person. I don't think you really just sell people with fitness anymore. Like they, you can, you can tell what's my for the crap. Right. They're not going <laughs> to believe you. You can sell it all day, but you know. Uh -huh. I believe you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, what would you say is the biggest obstacle in getting people to sign up? I think the biggest the biggest obstacle is just understanding that, you know, a lot of people view um, working out as an extra type, you know, expense mm -hmm. when they can buy $300 purses, get a nail done every single week. All that stuff adds up. You know, I'm asking for an X amount of dollars for a month. I mean, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's just, they just feel like, oh, I can't do that. Can you work with me? I'm like, I'm not budging. I'm sorry. Like, I, I you know, I it, it, people don't understand the importance of their health. And they, don't, they won't realize until it's gone. It's like, now you can't go get it back. Right. So yeah. that's, one of, that's one of the biggest things for me is like putting that importance of fitness on a dollar. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Fitness is by and large, one of the hardest things to sell because it's not a, a tangible good. Like people like that instant gratification that, mm -hmm. you know, buy this purse and yeah. I'm have it right now. Whereas, you know, they don't have the patience to invest in something that might take 
six months mm-hmm. to a year. So right, right. yeah, so it, it is really tough. You're very, very right there. Um, okay, so once the, once the sale's been made, are people just kind of, are they jumping right into classes and monthly memberships or do you have some sort of onboarding process or package for them? So basically just jumping into it. Um, like I said, they come in, uh, they pick a time, they come in. And like I said, the workouts uh, um, are different for different people. Uh, I tell you, they want workouts for like my advanced, intermediate, things like that. And, you know, all, modif- all, all modifications can be, you know, put in, you know, depending on what they can do. So mm-hmm. this just, we trying to get the ball rolling. We don't wait on it. Yeah, perfect. I like that. Yeah. And, and things are so easily scalable. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect. Um, okay, so let's talk about what happens once people are a member. Um, is retention something that you track on, you know, a monthly basis? Yeah, it's, it is. Uh, I have I track like the check-in stuff on my app, so mm-hmm. it kind of lets me know who's been uh, who's been coming more, who's been coming less, just kind of falling off, things like that. And that, that that makes me reach out to them and email them like, hey, haven't seen you in a while, you know, hope to see you soon. Like, you know, I kind of ask them what's going on, you know, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Things like that. And like I said, um, sometimes, you know, it's not always about people being lazy. Like I said, it goes back to the mental family problems, money problems, things like that. They're just not, you know, into a depression. So a lot of times, a lot of gym owners get upset with people because they're not coming, they don't call them, they don't text them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's why I said that's why I'm different from a lot of people because I actually put the importance on the mental. Mm-hmm. Like I said, a lot of people appreciate that when you text them or call them or they don't show up. So that's one of the biggest things they have people coming back, showing that, that you care, honestly. And mm-hmm. I know it sounds like I like some bull, but like that's like people take that so seriously. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. People want to know. Like, uh, I feel like a lot of gym owners are almost afraid of reaching out when they notice that someone hasn't been there in a while because they're afraid of like calling attention to it and thinking like, oh, if, if I message this person, they're going to realize they haven't been in a while and then they're just going to quit. Um, but really it's the exact opposite most of the time because people just mm-hmm. want to feel like somebody cares or notices, you know, mm-hmm. or presence is missed right absolutely um awesome so you know we we know how you get people to sign up you know how you sign them up and how you execute your your group classes but um aside from you know i know you mentioned you had the app and the meal service but is there anything else any additional services that you guys offer to add more value to your clients and help them get the most out of the relationship? Um, you know, whether it be, well, I know you did mention that you have online coaching, but, um, you know, do you offer any nutrition coaching, sell any supplements, things like that? Um, I really don't, don't sell any supplements. I, rec- I have recommendations, things mm-hmm. like that. But um, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, like I said, it's just it's a one stop shop. I mean, from nutrition, everything down like that. I mean, when they sign up, they get a PDF file breaking down exactly how to lose body fat and gain muscle. So I break it down to we talk about insulin. We're talking about what how carbs work. Um, how what protein does for you. What some good carbs. What some uh, you know, active carbs, free carbs, things like that. Kind of give them a broad understanding. Cause I don't do meal plans. You just my meal plan. They're gonna do it for one week and then it's in, it's in the trash. Right. So that's that's what I'm all about. See, in my in my gym, we just teach people how to live a sustainable life, and I let them choose on their own on what vegetables and stuff they want and implement 
So they always text me or call me or even uh, message me through the app to let me know, hey, is this okay? Can I eat this? Things like that. And then that way, by me teaching you, you won't always need me. Because I, I always tell my clients, and I'm, I'm very transparent, like, you come and sign up, I'm like, my point for you being here is just to learn and apply to your life. And I know, you, you know, you won't always be here. So yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Giving them the tools that they need to do it on their own eventually. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I think that keeps them coming back to you just because of that accountability piece. But if they, yeah, if they have the tools to do it on their own, then, then even mm -hmm. better. Um, awesome. So we have talked, you know, how you started, how you guys are doing now. Let's shift to the future a little bit. What are your goals for the next year or two? Do you have any sort of plans, projects, things that you're working on? Yeah, I got a few. Um, getting more on, on YouTube, creating better reels. Um, we're going we to pray about getting to a bigger space, offering more classes, um, try to hire some massage, massage therapists, get them along in there, get some uh, yoga, mobility classes going on, mm -hmm. hopefully a daycare, because I have a, another side to my building that's kind of vacant. So we're going to try to get that going. And if I can get that side, it's going to be it's gonna be great. I got a lot of plans for that. So like I said, scaling and making it, you know, more familiar to, you know, to just, you know, not my, just my, not just not my city, but people outside my city. That's what, uh, that's what they're Mississippi. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Um, okay. So we are kind of winding down on time here. So one last question for you, Lauren, and that is if you could go back and give yourself or our listeners one piece of advice about running your own business, what would that be? Um, don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, surround yourself around people that know more than you. Um, you don't know everything. Um, and like I said, go back to surround yourself with more like-minded like people like yourself or your future, your future self. So you want to be a business owner, you want to have you know, a multi-millionaire. So find someone that's, that's already done it and just you know, realize their routine, do things like that. And, and you know, never quit on yourself. Never quit on yourself, believe in your vision. You have a vision, go for it. You can always modify it, but never quit. <laughs> ah, yeah, I love that so much such a good attitude to have. Awesome. Um, okay. So it looks like we are just about out of time here. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Lawrence. Um, but before we go for all of our listeners out there, what's your website? Where can we find you on social media? All right. So my website is lawfitness.net. Um, you can find me on social media at law underscore fitness 25 on Instagram and um, on Facebook law fitness. All right. Awesome. Well, to all of our listeners out there, thank you for spending some time with us today. We hope you found some value in my conversation with Lawrence. And if you'd like to hear more, be sure to click the subscribe button. And if you'd like to be featured on the podcast, click the link in the description, fill out the form, and we'll be in touch as soon as possible. This has been another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. We'll see you on the other side. Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, 
or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, Gym Lords? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. It is your host, Jenna. I am here with Joe DiPietro with Cutting Edge Sports Training out of Clarence, New York. How are you doing, Joe? Fantastic. Happy to be here. Sweet, sweet. First of all, I want to thank you for joining us today. Volunteering is tribute and ultimately coming on to bring value that you've, you've gained over the years. So thanks mm-hmm. for that. Cool, cool. All right. So Joe, first thing that I want you to paint the picture, lay out the scene for the listeners, tell us kind of what got you into the fitness industry and what's led you to where you are right now. Well, well, you, you know, I've always worked out since I was 12, 13 years old. And when I was in the gym, I was at my happiest state, you know, mm-hmm. and I actually worked in an industrial plant for a little while. And just every time I went to the gym, I just felt like it was a place for me to be helping people, teaching people. It just came to me organically. So I was reading an article one of the top 20 professions in the year 2000 would be to be a personal trainer. So I I got educated. I went to school, got my certifications. I got a two-year degree in athletic training back in 92. And now you got to go six years. And I put it all together and started personal training at Bailey Total Fitness. Started at the bottom of the, the barrel and worked my way up and just learned everything from cleaning bathrooms to training people to selling and and putting it all together and just started my own business in 2002 and here I am 20 years later nice I love it yeah it's, it's cool because I get to talk to a lot of gym owners in a day's time and I think it's it's definitely it starts out as you love fitness yourself you get into personal training because you want to teach other people and then it usually transitions into people having their own facility so absolutely that's pretty cool. Okay, so let's do this. Let's fully understand the business model. So walk me through, you know, a day in the life. What do you offer? Bread and butter of the facility. The whole well, the, the bread and butter of my facility and what's kept us alive is the training methodology. I work with some of the best strength coaches in the world and kind of modified it for what I could do with general public and youth athletes and pro athletes. So first we get a call, we get somebody lined up, we take them in for a full evaluation. We just don't throw them in the door and start taking them through. So we do a movement screen test. We see if there's any asymmetries in their shoulders, backs, hips, ankles, ask the parents questions, put it all together. And then we test them on their speed, their power, their agility, their strength. Right. And then we put it all together with what will help them work on their weaknesses as we strengthen them and prevent injury for the future. Nice. I love that. Okay. So it sounds like you're primarily for the most part working with athletes you know, getting Mm -hmm. them kind of more of a preventative, like you said, um, staying the best shape for their sports. So are you working with, I guess, any um, everyday gym goer, mom and pa, walk us through that. If you have a heartbeat, we can help you. We do not (laughs) discriminate. We are happy to have you. We work with everybody. Our our goal, our, our passion is to work with athletes, but you know what? It's a nice transition to train the older gentleman, the, the lawyer, the doctor, the father and son, you know, I, right. I love it because it just gives me more conversation and kind of switches gears a little bit, right. which in turn, you don't want to always be in fifth gear ripping down the highway. You know what right, I mean? Right. So what's kept us alive as well is 
we train kids, we train regular people, we train athletes. You have to have that balance yeah. to train everyone and anyone and have something sub substantial for them to learn from. Yeah, absolutely. And something I wanted to pick your brain on with this, because I've, I've talked to other, you know, gym owners that do work with, you know, a lot of athletes and then they do have the everyday gym goer. Um, is there any sort of, I guess, do you experience any sort of bottleneck with athletes since it is seasonal versus absolutely so all my hockey guys all our pros come home in the summer we're busy from 7 a.m till 7 p.m but right now we just have our regulars in the morning and then we're waiting till after school till the athletes get out of school so yeah it's, a, it's an ebb and flow there's sure. gonna be months where you're like oh my god i'm I, like whoa we're a little low but then there's right. months where it's blown out of the water so yeah trying to find that happy median to know when your up and down times are and how to fill those spaces to keep the boat floating. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's sometimes why a, like a lot of facilities that are in your position, they love working with athletes. I think that's where they, they find, yeah, we need to have half of the facility that does service a general population because we got to have that consistent core people that aren't seasonal. They're probably going to, you know, we would hope that they're going to be there you know, every day of the year or, you know, every other day, whatever it may be. So, um, yeah. So let's touch on this. How many current members do you have right now or clients? We, we have active right now, like 60 to 70, but there's 120 people in our Zen. We use Zen planner to okay. keep track of everything. It's mm -hmm. really helped a lot. It's, it's a really good, um, system to follow just to keep track. Cause you got all these kids and all these people, right? You know, yeah. it's, it's tough. I used to actually just write it on paper. At least you were tracking thing. it. You know what oh I mean? My God. Oh, it's unbelievable. I, I, I yeah. got to work on my computer skills, but as far as the training and the business model, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. At least even if you were writing it down or, you know, now you're using Zen planner, at least you're yeah. tracking. There's a lot of people yes. that don't track and it's like, oh. man, you got to know your numbers. If, if you that'll hurt well. you. Yeah. That'll hurt, hurt you so much. Yeah. Right. Yeah, cool. Okay. So let's say, you know, 120 people total. Uh, mm -hmm. 67 active clients, I believe you said. So what's the goal there? I, I can tell you're probably a growth oriented person. You know, what, where are you shifting to want to wanna aim towards? Well, I, I would like to have about 80 to 90 consistently, even in my downtimes. And, right. and then we can still deliver our product mm -hmm. in a great way and keep everyone happy and just keep an ebb and flow within the business to where they feel they're getting taken care of. We're getting paid. Everyone's happy. It's all about customer service and making them feel like you care. I really, truly care. I swear, I don't care if you're the best athlete in the world or just a kid just learning how to get stronger and have core strength and have a, a better feeling about themselves. Right. I really don't care. Mm -hmm. But my guys and everyone involved, you have to have that in your staff. Yeah. You, know, you can't have a guy that's looking at his biceps all day saying, I'm the greatest thing. They actually have to care and have passion. Right. And that's what keeps you afloat. Yep. Yep. You're right for sure. And I think it's the, well, obviously I can tell for one that you're super passionate, but two, it's, it's finding, you know, trainers, coaches, employees that like almost mirror that same level of, you know, of what you do, that energy, because it does circle back around to the value that you bring. Um, and that's what's going to lead to the longevity of people sticking around is, is the value, but, and also in growing, like, you know, is being able to get new people to the door, sign them up. And then they actually stick around. If you, if you don't have value, they're probably going to leave. So you're going to be in this like vicious cycle, you know? Absolutely. 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 It, it, it's, it's a lot of work Yeah, for mentally sure. to yeah. shut off your personal world and get into theirs. But that's what used to help me back in the day. Cause 
I went through a divorce and I was so caught up in all that. But when I went to the gym, I could focus on these people and helping them. And it got me away from thinking about the negative all the time and the positive started generating Yeah, and things worked out. So, you know, th there's therapy in this for me. Right. <laughs> so right. I give it back to them and then it's a nice little give and take and everyone's mm -hmm. happy. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. It, it's a moment for you to be able to be like, let's let's put my own life on pause and like, let's focus on other people's problems and where oh, I can man. contribute there. And like, let's just not focus on mine for a second. I, I get that. That's what, yeah, for sure. Even just like my job that I have now, I, I love it so much that it's a nice time away from my own thoughts. And I get to talk to people and just pick their brands on their business and their facility. And just, it's a, it's a, breather for the brain for sure absolutely yeah love it okay cool so the goal is getting to 80 to 90 members consistently even in your off time off season so walk me through your process of getting new faces to the door well you see that's something I need to work on I need to start marketing more but my, our training and our facility and our methodology is so good that I'm living off of word of mouth yeah I which mean, I'll do so I'll do some stuff, but it's like, I don't know if it's working or, you know, this and that, but I need to get into more with the social media and connecting with the young kids and, you know, just them seeing how sexy our place can be and how great it is. I mean, with all the kids and all the people that come, not a lot of people love to exercise. They love yeah. to come to our facility because yeah. they feel at home. They feel like they're cared for. The training's great. Right. The, the, the enthusiasm's there. The place is clean. It's nice. It's, it's got a nice aroma to it. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think it's interesting that you you touched on that and knowing that you're just relying right now on on word of mouth. And I think most people know, I think that's, that's honestly, I mean, so have you ever within being established since 2002, have you, have you dabbled in marketing at all? Like paid advertising? Yeah, I have. And, yeah. and I feel like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it, if it really works that well. You know, right. and, and, and I'm trying to reach out and do other things, but right now money's a little tight. New York's yeah. been through a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. they shut me down. I, I went from, I dropped 25, 30% in profit the last two years because of all the craziness. Yeah. When they should be promoting, get in gyms, yeah. eat, eat healthy, exercise. That's what's going to stop you from getting sick. Or if you do get sick, you'll be able to handle it. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, so, so it, it's yeah. been an uphill battle, but we're still surviving. And I'm just fine trying to find a way to get another 20 to 30% in the door. I'll get back to where I was and start growing this thing again. And, and yeah, for it. sure. And I think, I think your thought process of like, does paid advertising really work? I think that's something that a lot of people go through because it's, if it's not done right, if it's not the you know, right radius demographic, whatever yes. it could be, yes. um, then it is essentially like you're taking your money, you're putting it in the toilet and then you're flushing it because Absolutely. you're not, you're not getting any sort of return on it. So, mm -hmm. and it's, it's ever changing also, you know, like the, the really tapping into the right target and in, in marketing is definitely not linear. It's very up and down kind of have to stay with the times in that sense. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. So, um, haven't really dabbled into paid advertising. Um, but let's touch on how many new faces do you think that you're seeing monthly from word of mouth right now? Uh, about, about 20, 15 to 20, depending we, we, now we're starting, you know, it's January people are getting out there, but again, we are training our spring athletes now, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that, right. that's how it works. So in the summer, all our football players and hockey players come back. 
Right. But not, but now we're training the baseball players, you know, and a lot of these kids play multi-sports. So we offer a bunch of group time. So these parents that have two and three kids can get their kids there. And we right. develop a great relationship with the parents and they see we care. And again, I say, you know, if you can bring some kids in, I'd really appreciate it. I'll give you a couple sessions, you know, right. whatever you got to do. And again, with what they get treated, how they get treated and how these kids love to come to us and they see results, they tell a parent or two and that's keeping us alive. Mm -hmm. But I want it to be where, holy cow, man, we got to hire more people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean? Right. That's mm -hmm. what I'm looking to do. Yeah. And I get your vision with that for sure. And especially the growth that you want or, you know, and then some past that is if, you know, you know, is word of mouth is one of those slow trickles. It's one of those things that you can't speed up when you want to, you can't slow down when you want to. It's like this steady, uncontrollable trickle that you really can't have any effect on. You know, you would, you would hope that your members would go out to the grocery store or church or wherever and tell everybody <laughs> about you. Like, that's the first thing they say, like, Hey, have you guys heard of cutting edge sports training? Like, you know, you, you hope that's like the first thing they say. Right. But yeah. you know, it's not always the case and it's not super controllable. So 15 to 20 new faces monthly, you would say on average. So yeah. I guess the question to you is how many people on average are you converting into a, a new consistent paying member? Uh, out of those 15 to 20, probably 10, because right. a lot of people don't want to work. They right. don't want to go, go through this. They love what we do, but some kids are lazy. Then the parents get caught up. They buy a package and then you don't hear from them. And then all new kids come. So it's something that, you know, I need to maybe get like a mass text to all my clients that I have and saying, Hey, we haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. What's going on? Because I get caught up in my life and everything else. And we got two and three guys running this ship, it's challenging. So right. this is stuff that I need to look into yeah. to keep that dialogue with the people that are gone. And then they see that text and they go, oh my God, they care. Yeah, you know? you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so, definitely, you know, with, with lead generation, new faces comes lead nurture because as, as much as, you know, you would hope that as soon as they come in or, or, they, or they book an appointment that they're going to show up, it's going to be great. We're going to convert them to a new member. That's um, not always the case, even if they no. do often and then they never show back up again. Having that nurturing process is huge, which a lot of facilities do lack. They, they, they just, you know, are relying on what the person said they're going to show up or that, you know, doesn't mean they're going to. Right. So I guess my question to you is with that being said, um, so out of the 15 to 20 new faces, converting around 10. Um, and, and I guess if someone's not showing up for a consultation or if they, or if they are co converting to a new paying member and then they're just kind of ghosting you, what, yeah. what is the process right now to get them back in the door? I mean, th that's the thing is that I got more kids coming, you kind of lose track. So right. I need to get a database and put right. this all together and then do like a mass texting for yeah. people I haven't seen in three weeks that it shoots it to them. Something I don't even know if that's right. I don't even know if that's possible, but oh, for sure, yeah. World. I mean, there, there's definitely automation type of systems where it's like, okay, here's my message, boom, send out to 400 people. It's like, yeah, you don't have the time to sit, yeah, and it's one by one. Let me text everybody and then then deal with their replies on top of that, like getting yeah. looked, you know. So yeah. that's kind of a whole animal within itself for sure. Plus, which what you know when you do eventually decide to dabble into paid marketing and know that you gotta kind of up that lead flow, then that, that nurturing process has to be increased as well. Along and set in place and set, set in place. place. Do you know right. of anything that you can maybe shoot me a, 
For sure. Listen, yeah. I'll do you. Yeah. Okay. We hop off the pot. I got you. I'll help you out. with this I'll, I'll thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. For sure. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So definitely wanting to grow. I love that. Something I always like to ask people because I think even in the most successful businesses, it's a great question is what is a, I know we just kind of touched on one, but one outside of this, what is, what is a current bottleneck that you feel like you're experiencing in the facility that you think if it was pushed out of the way, you would be able to keep chugging towards some growth. What, what do you think slowing me down? Yeah. You're saying? If anything. Well, I, I, again, it's just a matter of staying in contact with these kids that come at the beginning and fade away. But I mean, again, for I'm I'm in a spot where you don't even know where the hell I'm at. You know what I mean? It's not like right. I have this big sign. What we're doing, we're selling, we're selling a great product. Right. And that's what's keeping me alive. So again, I can learn from you at this point. I know how to train them. I know how to get them in the door. I know how to keep them happy. Yeah. But I need more dialogue with when I don't see them, exactly. see okay. the parents a text, because yep. the parents are the ones that are in control. You know, exactly. I hit them up and they say, hey, come on, Jimmy, come on, Julie, let's get our yeah. butts moving. You know, because the kids aren't going to remind them at times. Oh. But then I have those kids that are bought in that are, right. are driving the parents. So right. everybody has a different ratio going on in the brain. Exactly. So again, this is something I can learn from you. For sure. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, um, next thing I kind of want to shift into here since we, we kind of discovered that together is I guess, have you thought about reaching a, a I guess, targeting more of that general population, you know, since you are primarily working with athletes. And I asked that question for revenue purposes, knowing that those people are consistent, knowing that um, they're, they're not too niche, you know, you can provide them a hit class, a boot camp, personal training, and whatever it may be. Um, is there any goals in the future to kind of increase more general population, mom, pa, everyday gym goer, mom that wants to lose the baby fat type of thing? Yeah, well, again, we, you know, with Facebook, you could do a demographics and you can advertise on right. there. But I do have a guy that's going to start running space for me that works okay. for Buffalo News, and he's going to put together something for me to nice. where we can start hitting up these kids and getting it out there, like you said, within a 30-mile radius and right. let them know that we don't just particularly train athletes. And the parents that will give us a chance, like they're a little intimidated, once they get in, they go, oh, my God, this methodology, what you guys do is phenomenal. Yeah. You know, in a one-on-one -on -one session, at the end, we give them a stretch on the table, a PNF stretch that's worth the price of admission. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're going above and beyond. Regular right. gyms are going to take you in, put you on a treadmill, beat you up for a half an hour and send you out the door. Soros can be, everyone goes, he's a great trainer. Like, well, is he? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. And I think, honestly, the, the older I've gotten in my own training, I've, there was a time where I was working out six days a week. I was going so hard. My body yeah. wasn't recovering. And yeah. I've honestly transitioned into four days a week, go hard, recover, you know, because it's just a lot of people don't realize, you know, and I know you can totally, probably totally agree with this, but you don't recover. Like in your off days are the days that the changes happen. You know, oh, those yeah. are the days that you're, you're, you know, your muscles repairing, all of that stuff. So it, it has to be there. People don't get yeah. that. And what you could do is, you know, do two uh, strength and cardio days, two days, and then on Wednesday, you're doing all recovery, yeah. foam rolling, mobility, mm -hmm. stretching, PNS right. stretching. That's how you prepare for the next Thursday and Friday where you can go get it yeah, instead of being exactly. a holy cow, I'm so sore. So yeah. the pliability, the mobility, I can't stress that enough. Yeah, it's huge. Even, and even I, with kids. 
even yeah. with children. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think because I, I, I think I was such an active kid, you know, I was, I, I played travel softball for a long time. I've always been an athlete. And I think I lacked a lot of that recovery mobility. And I think that's what's led to some of my injuries that I have today is not doing that soon enough. So that's huge. And I agree with you on that for sure. I wish I would have I wish I would have taken recovery seriously a long time ago. No, I mean, I'm hearing that so much more. And as yeah. we're implementing it more, I'm seeing it. It's just, you know, look at the gymnasts, the power they have, right? Yeah. And the explosiveness, but look at the flexibility. Yeah. You see what I mean? You right. never see a gymnast that can't touch their toes. I no, mean, I, I get kids, I get pro athletes that can't touch their toes. I can't. They can't you can't touch your toes. <laughs> I literally can't. Oh my God. If, you, if I had you for a half an hour, you would touch your toes on my kids. <laughs> wow. That's a trip, man. That's I know it, every year I get a little closer, <laughs> but I'm still a little far off. So that's all oh God. Okay, cool. Joe, something else I want to ask you here is, you know, what is overall a goal that you're chasing, whether it's the next month, six months, a year, whether it sounds unrealistic, whatever it may be. I want to hear a goal that you're chasing. Like I said, I, I'd like to get another 40% in volume as a big goal to where I had a guy that was working with us. We had to let him go. He needed more time, more money, and I couldn't afford that. So I want to get him back in the door where he's got a full-time job and we're rolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it, it was a great breakup and everything. He, you know, he's getting a house and doing his thing with his family. And right. And then I got a main guy that I take care of, but I would like to have two or three guys that I could provide a good living for where they, you know, everyone loves to be in our spot. It's not even like we're working. Like right. you said, it's just, it's just passion. It's love. Yeah. So it's, it's like, holy cow, I get paid to do this. Right. So I want to provide that for other people. I'm sure. a very giving person. I, yeah. I want that to happen. Yeah. So we can, you know, then I got three more trees of knowledge shooting out to more kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can only do so much. Yep. So that, that's that's kind what of I'm looking to do. Yeah, absolutely. And that leads me to my next question to you is, is, do you think there's a time and I can tell that you'll probably always train. I can, I can sense that you really love that, but yeah. do you think there's a time that you'll want to be more hands on the business rather than hands in? Well, and I'm kind of spawning into that now because yeah. mm -hmm. I got my young guys. I taught them everything. I'm 51 years old. I had two new knee replacements last year. Right. I've been through the ringer, you know, right. but I'm downloading this into the young minds, but then all the pandemic nonsense. So then I kind of did this, but now I want to bring it back up to where I can employ these guys and go back to that gentleman and say, Hey, I got you. Let's go full time. Let's yeah. roll. Yeah. You and know? I love that. And I think, I think it's pretty cool that you're, you're one self-aware enough to know that that probably needs to happen in order for the, for the company and the business to grow. Um, Cause I think sometimes, especially when someone like in your position, you built this from the ground up. Yeah. back in 2002. And it's sometimes it's hard for people to let go of mm -hmm. being hands into the business to be hands yeah. on, which is going to just make the, the business skyrocket. So it's pretty cool that I think that you're, you, you are leaning into doing that because that's hard for people to do. I'll be honest with you. And I'm not bragging. There's nobody that gives as much as I do to them. Right. I seriously, they don't yeah. because you know, it's mine, mine, mine but I'm very generous. I want this to happen so that this young mind can instill it in all these other young minds. He <laughs> might connect with these kids more than I do. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm about the big picture. Let's, let's plant the seeds and watch them grow. Right. Yeah, no, I, I definitely love that. And I value that. And I think that's pretty cool. And you know, yeah, you're going to probably always be protective over it and 
when something goes wrong, you're like, move, let me hop in. Cause I'm, I'm yeah, going to yeah. do it the right way. You know, <laughs> thing. But yeah, I always tell, you know, people always, that's a, a, a big bottleneck I'd say for a lot of gym owners is finding someone that's as close to a carbon copy of them as yeah. possible to replicate mm -hmm. the way they feel, which it's never going to fully happen because they're no. not you. Um, no. But I think it's a good goal of yours for sure. And I think it will, it, you're thinking of the right things to, for the business to grow, which is huge. You yeah. know, you're aware of them, which is huge. Absolutely. So yeah, I love that. And so I guess my, my next question is, uh, I guess what I would like you to touch on is, is something I always like to kind of close out with, um, is if you could tell our listeners anything, or even go back and tell yourself something at the beginning of this journey, what would that advice be? So if someone that would wants to be in your place one day or yourself back in the day. It, it's a, it's been 20, it's been 20 years of research and development. I would go to Arizona to learn from some, some of the best strength coaches. I would go watch a football practice of what of a good, great strength coach, see what they do and just put little pieces together yeah. and then find a methodology that, yeah, you learn from these people, but works for your business model. Yeah. Mm -hmm. never ever turn down a chance to go learn something or watch something because you could say, I like this. I don't like that. And you just put it together. Yeah. Never ever think you're better than the next guy. Guess what? We did not invent exercise. We did not invent exercise, learn from the great ones, research, develop, put it together, work it, use it on yourself. Yeah. Don't just say, okay, Johnny, you're going to do this. You practice it within your workout. Say, I like this. I don't like that. And just put it all together to where every day you're researching and development that you're developing. So you get experience every day. These young guys getting out of school, intern with the right guy. Yeah. Even after your internship, maybe give them some of your free time, but yeah. constantly absorb something every day. Learn a little something at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the year. Holy cow, look at where I'm at now. Yep. So never be ignorant to learning or asking questions. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I love that. And it's funny because I say this probably every episode. So our listeners know that I'm going to say this, but you know, I always tell people, you don't know what you don't know. And it's like, mm -hmm. you, you quite possibly cannot grow without information that you never knew of. Like you, you need that because you're never going to come up with it on your own unless someone oh. presents it to you. Absolutely. So that's huge. Yeah. I think, uh, it's the people that kind of stay in that stagnant place that don't reach out like the helping hand, you know, yeah. here and there. Um, and yeah, so I think it's, it's pretty cool that I, I can tell that that's what you do. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. I can, see, I can see that's, that's pretty, pretty evident there. So let's do this, Joe. I want you to tell the listeners where they can find you on social media. That way they can give you a follow and hear from you. Okay. Uh, cutting edge sports training.com is, is my website. And, um, let me see here. And then cutting edge sports training is for my Instagram. So you could check us out, see what we do, see some video, see my facility. Again, it's, it's a state of the art place. I've been in the industry for 25 years. I have unbelievable passion for serving people and helping people, whatever fitness level they're at. Yep. And like I say, for you guys, you got to have passion. You got to have love for and sure. that shines through. Pay attention to everyone that walks in the door. Don't just pay attention to the best athlete and forget about the, the little kid in the corner. Mm -hmm. Take care of everybody the same and let them know they all have value to you and, and give them your best product day in and day out. Yeah. 
Yes, I love that. Cool. Okay, guys, again, this is Joe DiBietro with Cutting Edge Sports Training out of Clarence or Clarence. Clarence, New York. Clarence, upstate New York. New York. Upstate. upstate New York. Sweet, sweet guys. Um, yeah, again, Joe, it was a pleasure having you. It was great. Loved it. Loved all the value you brought today. Thank you. You were so good. And I, I am so excited. I wish I could do this more. This is I know you, you're going to have to go and get on more podcasts now and get your feet wet in those waters. How there. do you, how do you do that? <laughs> you can start your own. Maybe you need to do that. Maybe you need to start okay. your own, your own podcast. I All think right, we might, we might do that. So can you, how do I get this information about that mass text from you? Yes, I got you here. And then real okay. quick guys, I'm going to go ahead and close us out. Um, so Jim Lords, it was, I hope you guys found some value from today's episode. If you want to hear our future episodes, like, and subscribe on all listening platforms. So you never miss an episode. And from there guys, um, Jim Lords out. See you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.